Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome in to another edition of the PHNX Feedback Podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of the city of Phoenix. This guy next to me, Mr. Electric on the pause. And of course, Jesse Friedman is traveling right now from Seattle back to Phoenix. He's not so, still stalking Corbin Carroll High School. I think he is, actually. <laughs> I think he's talked to all of his teachers. I think he talked to all of his former coaches. 911, what is your emergency? There's a strange, tall, skinny man yeah. hanging out on our athletic yeah, he facilities. Keeps, he keeps asking us what about What a sick Corbin. high school, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, the, the, the football yeah. field they had there was dope. Sometimes when you see athletes and where like where athletes came yeah. from, you're like, well, yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I wonder why uh, uh, St. John Bosco pumps out or, or, or Bishop Gorman <laughs> yeah, pumps out right. when they got an NFL stadium for their high school players. It's wild. But uh, today, uh, another off day for baseball. Yeah. Got today and tomorrow off days. Boring. I hate off days. I hate off days. But baseball needs it right in the middle of the season. I guess. I guess. I don't really want it. Like they need some. They need an, an event today. Like, like there's a it lot doesn't of have to stuff be, could, not with the pros, sure, but like maybe like a high school all star game or maybe something. something like the all minor American leagues game, or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, need, I need something to fill that. Like, the yeah. minor league all star game should just be at the MLB stadium. Yeah, yeah, or at like the all star game the day Let's after. Go. Let's go. I love it. Anything. Anything. I need baseball. Day. I mean, I I, I I was watching Savannah Bananas yesterday. Mm. I just I needed baseball clips. I, I saw more. a clip. I saw a clip of the game of game winner. A game yes, ending on a yes. fan catching a ball. Yes, because that ball. is banana ball, became, ba- banana ball rule number yes. eight is that if a fan catches a foul ball, it counts as an out. It is an out. And that was a game winner. So they brought the kid, the kid like on the field yeah. and have to celebrate with the team and everything. <laughs> that great. became a new dream of mine. Fucking electric. It's to end, a, have a game winning out for the Savannah Bananas. That's the closest I'll ever be to being a professional baseball player. Um, and I really, it's a, like I said, become a dream of mine now. My new hottest take is is that the banana, bananas are a better live experience than the Harlem Globetrotters. And oh, would die yeah, on that I agree. Hill because I agree it's an actual competitive event. It's yeah. like we said about the All-Star game, right? The All-Star game still has to be competitive. The Harlem Globetrotters, I love them for what they mean historically and all that. Oh, but yeah. I went to one of them like freshman year of high school and i was like oh i'm too old for this you this are too old for that correct yeah you you know there's not water in that pail yeah you know exactly. it's confetti yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. i know i know that i know the washington generals are going to lose <laughs> yeah. there is no mystery for me spoiler alert spoiler <laughs> alert but uh still we have some stuff to talk about of course the arizona diamondbacks uh, continue to draft players in the mlb draft on days two and three uh they drafted eight players on day two and ten players on day three and of course when you look at overall there seemed to be a certain theme to the guys they were drafting it seemed to be collegiate players and it seemed to be power yeah. arms for the diamondbacks and 
guys that have, have a lot of upside, but not exactly sure where they fall. We were talking about it. There's a lot of guys that throw 100 miles an hour, but don't know if they can actually hit the strike zone with 100 miles an hour. But the Diamondbacks probably feel strongly about their ability to coach. I think that that's a good way to approach it, considering, in my opinion, uh, that guys seem to be able to come out of their minor league system ready to play at a major league level. Yeah. And that they have such a good coaching staff in place at a major league level. I don't know if those coaches will still be there when young guys like Jack Hurley make it to the major leagues, right? But still, it's like the idea that this team, as you said yesterday, needs to build their team this way. They need to build their team through kind of like going for, uh, in in some cases even in in the first round, kind of uh, going for a little bit of a long shot because you believe in that player. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Like they definitely are – Guy, they're definitely the kind of guys where, like, if they work out, they're going to look like geniuses. But it, it, like, they they just were drafting, like I said, high ceiling guys that they had clearly had like a couple of tools that if they can figure out one or two things, they're going to be very high quality baseball players. Like, yep. you got guys that went 101. If you can figure out the control a little bit, like that becomes a super valuable bullpen asset at some point or something like that. So like it definitely, um, like Connor said, you can't, you can't teach a hundred, a hundred, you can teach control. Um, so like, I, I do really like that philosophy as well. Like it, it, having faith in your system and being like these guys, I be, I think that our system, our coaches that we have can help these guys figure out whatever they, they, they can't, they haven't been able to figure out so far. Yeah. Cause once they do, they're going to be very they're going to be guys that should have been drafted higher. Yeah. Well, and I mean, speaking of guys that should be drafted higher, the Diamondbacks kind of reached yeah. on the first day, but on the second day, they kind of got some of those value picks that were still left around. Maybe guys that were valued higher that didn't go in the first round or the second round. Uh, on day two with the 80th pick, they took the aforementioned Jack Hurley. He's an outfielder from Virginia Tech. He was ranked as the 2023 drafts number 36 prospect by MLB Pipeline, number 38 by Baseball America. And the Diamondbacks get him uh, at 80. So there's kind of a value pick for you, if yeah. you will, when you talk about the Diamondbacks and, and some of the guys there. They're, uh, they've reached for and it. That includes Grayson Hit, which they got in round four. Another guy who was uh, listed as the number 88th prospect by MLB Pipeline, and the Diamondbacks got him at the 112th pick. But yeah. going back to Jack Hurley, outfielder, as a junior, he hit 320 with a 1.128 OPS. Uh, for Virginia Tech, and in three seasons, uh, he hit 321. So he has he's yep. good average guy, uh, outfielder, and of course uh, he he bats left-handed. So yeah. of course, you know, you yeah. got to get a left-handed outfielder. Yeah, there. right. You're yeah. not the Arizona Diamondbacks if you're not drafting a left-handed outfielder. Yeah, no, I, I and obviously like with both of the guys that you mentioned, like there's some concern that comes with like, well, why did they they fall that far? Sure. But yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah. Um, but like it's it's hard enough to get guys drafted in the third, fourth round to the majors, anyways. So you might as well take that risk. Like it, it, you get like I said earlier, you're gonna end up looking like a genius. As far there, as there's a reason that that they're ranked that high by you know the yeah. the pipeline and yeah. by you know draft prospectus and all these other outlets. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. There there probably is most likely some reason that they fell off the radar for some of these other teams. Yeah, 100. percent And but I, I mean, you look at the production that he had as in college, like. There are certain things that you can not guarantee, but you can, I guess, kind of bet on transferring over pretty well to the majors, whether or just professional baseball, whether that's just like discipline, drawing walks, stuff like that. And like, it's a guy that that clearly did that pretty well. I mean, having a one daughter for your OPS is pretty, pretty impressive, even at the college level. So and he he had a 26 game hit streak, uh, which is a Virginia Tech ACC era record. So like, 
consistency, the yeah. ability to yeah. get on base, the ability to do it uh, day in and day out. Because I, I, I've said it before, but I feel like that's the big difference between guys that like they're kind of flashy and you get excited seeing mm -hmm. them uh, in a clip. You get excited seeing a highlight reel put together of them. Yet when you look at them on a night in and night out basis, they're not able to do that every yeah. single game, right? Like guys that are able to put together 20 plus game hit streaks just show that they're able to do it night yeah. in and night out. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's something that's good. Uh, Grayson hit. Come what on. Fucking hit with a double T. Let's go. Give me that jersey already. Uh, Grayson Hit he's a at the University of Alabama, a left-handed pitcher named Hit. Roll Tide. Uh, we've talked about this before. We need to change his name with Outman. Uh, but, uh, of course, he has a uh, pretty good uh, uh, pretty good stuff with Alabama, but he did have season-ending Tommy, uh, Tommy John surgery. So Diamondbacks are banking on him rebounding. And, of course, uh, you know, that's, that's that risk, like you yeah. said, when you're talking about – you know, reaching in the in the fourth round yeah. with the hundred and twelfth pick, you're trying to yeah. get somebody. These are the kind of risks I like taking, though, because like yeah. like I, we've mentioned it. Uh, I think we're talking about Dre. Like, obviously, Tommy John surgery is not a good thing, but Tommy John surgery at this point is at a point where guys are recovering from it. Yeah, hundred percent, and having sometimes even better careers afterwards. It's so, just different than it was yeah. twenty five so like, years ago. Yeah. I mean, I understand naturally there's going to be concern with some of that that causes a guy to drop a little bit in the draft, but. Again, it's a risk worth taking, I think, when you're getting them at that kind of value. On day three, the Diamondbacks took two damn near seven-footers uh, <laughs> that are pitchers. Six-foot-seven, uh, Sam Knowlton in the 12th round with pick number 355. And six, or I'm sorry, six-foot-eight, Sam Knowlton. Six-foot-seven, uh, Matthew Linsky uh, in the 16th round with number 475. So, uh, gigantic gentleman. And uh, guys, of course, arms. Arms is mm -hmm. is the key here. Uh, you look at some of their numbers. There's not a lot of things that jump off off the page at you. Uh, Matthew Linsky, for instance, had a uh, 4.95 ERA as a junior for Rice University. So uh, not, wow. not not great numbers, but again, these are the these are the deep picks that yeah. the Diamondbacks start looking at. You know, not necessarily what their stats look like, but what those peripherals look yeah. like and what the power looks like, especially the power power arms really seem to be what the Diamondbacks were focusing on in this draft. And understandably so. It's been a focus of theirs recently. They have a couple of guys, Luis Frias, Carlos Vargas, uh, Justin Martinez. They can all throw over 100 miles per hour, but they all struggle with control when it comes to throwing over 100 miles per hour. So yeah. Diamondbacks are just trying to keep up with the rest of the league and, and have some of those power arms in there within their organization. Yeah, I mean, these are two big bodies. Similar to not being able to teach velocity, you can't teach size. Like, and not necessarily that size. It's not, it's not basketball. It doesn't necessarily translate to success but like right. you, you when you have guys that are like you said that physically have these kind of peripherals and you have the kind of faith in your system that they appear to have like you, you it's, it's the hope that you can just kind of round one of these guys into even being an okay uh, uh major leader because at that point you you have it's a win like you, you did more than i think it can reasonably be expected from a guy being selected day three here's the thing though uh we're Diamondbacks fans. Yes. So the one thing that we always have to hold on to is that in the eighth round 
of the 2009 MLB Amateur Draft, the Arizona Diamondbacks took Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> so yeah, you can't possible. tell us shit about late round draft picks. Yeah. Like you can't tell us nothing so, about I mean, they late hit round sometimes, draft picks. and somebody's got to be the one to get that. Player. Somebody's got to be it. So why not the D-backs? I mean, he was drafted originally in the 49th round by who? The Dodgers. Yuck. Oh my God! What uh, alternate history? Thank God he went back uh, into to college. Thank God he went back to college. But like speaking of college again, the Arizona Diamondbacks taking a lot of collegiate mm-hmm. players in those late rounds. Uh, interesting, especially considering that our very own Corbin Carroll was not a yeah. college player, and uh, they seem to have struck gold with him. He had himself quite the weekend. But there's something really interesting that's happening that I can't explain, and that is how quickly Ellie De La Cruz is cruising up if you will, excuse the pun, mm. uh, behind him, right? I mean, this is a uh, this this happened in a week, folks. This happened in a, in week, a week with no baseball. With Ellie De La Cruz not playing baseball and Corbin Carroll uh, participating in the All Star game, Ellie De La Cruz is at plus two seventy five odds. Corbin Carroll still your favorite at negative three hundred, but man. Uh, De La Cruz, we 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 talked. I felt like we talked about it back when it was crazy hmm. to talk about, right? Yeah. Like we talked about it after three baseball games yeah. professionally that Ellie De La Cruz played, but we knew we knew this guy was going to be trouble. Yeah, and he is going to be trouble I for mean, Corbin Carroll's uh, Rookie of the Year chances. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. I don't think this really has much to do with Corbin or any kind of disrespect towards Corbin. But no, not none at all. I, I think all, it's more, yeah, more about De La, Ellie De La Cruz rep, separating himself from the rest of the pack and. Like, these are smart people making these odds. They're fully aware of what Corbin's had going on with his shoulder and stuff like that. And they just know that one injury and all of a sudden they're losing a bunch of money from people that have bet on longer odds with De La Cruz. So, I I mean, it's definitely just smart odds making. And again, Corbin Carroll is still minus 300. He's a massive favorite. The the gap was kind of ridiculous at one point between Corbin Carroll and the pack. Yeah, like Uh, there's still really not any value in betting on Corbin Carroll. I'd like to point out to uh, our friend Damon behind the Mac, though, that there is no James Outman on that. Yeah, on that ah, baby. James Outman has been yeah neutralized. Who? Neutralized. Who? He's been neutralized, and thank, that's all thanks to Damon. eliminated. I don't. I don't like when he uses the word neutralized. That really worries me. That I'm. I'm, I'm going to do the. I'm going to do the John you know? Cena, uh, Osama bin Laden yeah. thing about with James Outman. He's been compromised. <laughs> 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 oh boy uh well of course uh you know we love bet mgm and we're glad to get those odds bet mgm trying to do everything they can to make this race competitive and yeah. like you said you're absolutely right when it comes to the odd making um ellie de la cruz is just an electric player and he it's is. odd because typically especially if it's not our guy i get kind of angry about these guys popping oh up. i, I, do. I am past. angry about ellie de la no, cruz I, I know but it's hard he's like it's so much fun to watch. No, him. I, love, I love it's him. Hard I love him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I got nothing against him. It's just I am mad because I want our guy to be like him. Yeah. I mean, we've had I'm we've been having you. this conversation over the last two I'm days, basically you. about cool baseball players, right? And the D-backs have plenty of cool baseball players, but they don't have showmen. Like there's, and I know people like to bring up Cattell, <sighs> but Cattell is a showy baseball player. I don't think he's a showman. Like he doesn't know where no, the camera no, is no, all the no, time. No, 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 no. There's a difference. Cattell lives in like his own world of yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, right? exactly. So like, like it's he, fun he to plays watch the game in a fun way. Yeah, and it's fun to watch. Yes. and it's fun to watch his hijinks with yes. the other opposing players and his teammates and everything. But like you said, he's not doing it for the crowd or yeah, for the he's camera. Not, he's not. He's not doing coming it for out himself. to the field, looking at the fans, and doing the right. arm cross like right. Maria Rosarena. Like he's not doing that. Yeah, that's that's um, just dope. That's but, and I mean, and also like 
he is not as he does not he's not dyna as dynamic of a player as Ali De La Cruz is. Like Cattell can't steal home. He can't steal three bases in the course of two pitches, most likely. I disagree. So, so I absolutely disagree. I, Ellie De La Cruz caught a man slipping with his glove off and under his armpit. Like, you fucking fell asleep well, at the okay. wheel with yeah, Ellie I mean, De La Cruz stealing, on third. The stealing home thing, that's, uh, yeah, I get that that's a little more of an opportunity thing. But still, yeah. he's not, he's not... It, He's not Ellie De La Cruz. Well, in that okay. Way. And is that more of a reflection, perhaps? Like, I know that's a reflection of Corbin because we know Corbin. We've talked yeah, to him. He's a not, lot. he's that kind of guy. Yeah. I, I love Corbin Carroll. I really do. But, like, I feel like since I've been around him so much, I kind of know who he is at his core yeah. a little bit. And that is somebody that is humble and doesn't want to show yeah, up as a opponent. But or his it, teammates. Like, yeah. It's not about him. Right, but it's also a reflection a little bit of Tory, right? Tory doesn't want his players playing yeah. in that kind of way. Yeah. And it's not to say he's restrictive of that. He's just one of those guys that like when he he is such a players manager that it it carries over to the players on the yeah, other team. Yeah, I think like, it's more about it's not so much that they don't feel like they can't. It's, it's more just, of a culture show up, that they have created where it's like it's not about our me. Opponents. Yeah, it's about right. the team. Yeah, 100%. And I don't and I don't want to make it sound like I think Ali De La Cruz is making it all about him and no, making it selfish. No, like he's he just, just he's a just, naturally kind of yeah, fun flashy yeah, player. Yeah, which yeah. is tremendous for the game. I love it. Like, I, which is why I have grown to. Uh, that's why the distaste has grown a little bit because it's it's from a place of envy. Yeah, I want and I don't want LA David Cruz. I'd much rather, from a baseball perspective, much rather have Corbin Carroll. I, mean, I don't think it's close. Even but when would, even when he fucked up and he made a weird play where he fell yeah. into the net trying to get a foul ball, it still became like a highlight. Somehow, yeah, right? yeah. Like, so like, I, I would I would love to have a guy like that, but. Just from a personality perspective, yeah. from a baseball perspective, I'm still obviously Corbin's a way better baseball player than anybody else in his rookie class. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm going to say, and I hate to say this because I know a lot of people. Once again, this is like the Zach Gallon thing I said the other day. I know Diamondbacks fans are going to hate me for saying this, but I'll just say like I felt that way when Yasiel Puig oh, really started dude. to like become a star for the Dodgers. Right? It yeah. was it was the way that like they rallied around his attitude and yeah. his personality and it was kind of like ellie de la cruz and like all of a sudden it was like this driving force behind yeah. the team and he, even when his stats weren't great it was just the fact that he was yeah, out there kind of provided being yeah. this fucking weird yeah, and i don't like, think that team this team is this team's just not structured like that like they're, they're the kind of team that's getting energy from everywhere yeah. and it's not one person really driving the the engine there whereas i mean you look at cincinnati they were not having a very good season before that, yeah, LA that's the craziest and, part about and it. And I don't think it's necessarily – it's not necessarily because, like you said, it's not – because Ellie is a world beater and he's, he's just putting up MVP-level stats. But yeah. it's just the team has played with a different kind of energy, I think. And you now have like kind of a two through three in that lineup with McLean, India, and, and De La Cruz that has become like a legitimate – really like three yeah. batter section of a MLB lineup. Well, uh, let's take a look at those those odds again really fast because that's one, another thing we didn't touch on is there are three, four, three, four, four, reds. Four, four reds on there. Matt McClain, uh, Abbott, we got Steer, and obviously De La Cruz. So like th this Reds team is exciting. And, yeah, and I mean, young. <laughs> and young, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, that's something that's fun that's going on. And you could say the same about the Diamondbacks, but obviously they do not have nearly as many guys on this list. Yeah. Diamondbacks feel because of that. I mean, I, I don't know. It just it feels like the Diamondbacks skipped some steps this this year and I've kind of moved along farther than yeah. they should be, right? As far 100%. as like their progression. Um but I mean, it's the future isn't quite as bright as the Reds with having that many stars that are young rookies that have impacted yeah, the team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's 
it's a little skewed because you have a bunch of guys who just lost their rookie eligibility last year, right? Oh, so it's not true. like this team is devoid of, of super yeah. young talent who yeah. might be in this conversation. Like, if Geraldo Perdomo's doing this last year, do you see his name somewhere in that? that oh, not the, yeah. probably, maybe oh, not, I, but still. I, like, I, I don't know, though. I mean, like, his, he's his, definitely more in that conversation. Perdomo turned it around from being one of the worst hitters in baseball yeah. Well, yeah, to being yeah, one like, of the best with runners in scoring position. Like, it's wild the turnaround he had in yeah, one season. Right? But so, you're right. Like, if he was putting up these numbers last year, maybe Perdomo pops up. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a, he was an all star as a rookie, yeah. right? Yeah. So, which is not like Francisco Alvarez wasn't an all star as a rookie. No, Kodai Senga wasn't an all star as a rookie, and obviously, it's different. There, I mean, but I mean, they're in the same league, so yeah. in different positions though. But um, you know, I, I it's definitely like as far as the the Reds versus like. I love that. I, it would be awesome to have kind of just this new rivalry between the D-backs and the Reds, and they meet each other in the playoff every playoffs every year because they both got good at the same time. Like that, I think that would be good for baseball. That's what's fun about this season, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, like so many teams are in it, and so many of the teams that are in it are the young teams. They're I mean, new you look teams. At, they're new, they're yeah, new, new the names you haven't heard. Tampa for a while. Bay Rays. Uh, Randy Rosarina just became a fucking star during this All Star game. I don't know how you couldn't think he was yeah. already, but if you didn't know his name uh, and you're a baseball fan, you know his name now. Yeah, and that's something that's. Uh, a lot of fun, but yeah, of but course, be real. if you were a baseball fan, you didn't know his name before. You weren't a baseball fan. That's very true. <laughs> that, uh, Hopefully, you know how to pronounce it now. I still have problems it's with it. Uh, uh rose, uh, rain, uh. It's That's like when he it's, when they it's when, literally arroz, like rise in Spanish, and then arena, like an arena. Yeah, when uh, when he when the the first playoff run the Tampa, Tampa Bay went on, they would always tweet out a just the letter a and then a rose emoji and then another oh, a oh. and then a rain cloud emoji <laughs> and then another a uh, uh rose uh rain uh there you go uh well we hope you guys got down on those uh, rookie of the year uh bets in bet mgm early on corbin carroll odds aren't great now but of course you can get down on all sorts of other bets with the bet mgm app get in the starting lineup with bet mgm swing for the fences game it's, it's this easy to get involved log into your bet mgm sportsbook app Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from now until September 7th. You just got to be a batter. Pick a strike zone, area strike zone, and depending on which area of the strike zone you pick and the hit that you get, you will get a prize associated with that type of hit. You can play once a day, and the prizing must be used on MLB. It does expire in 24 hours, so do not wait. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM app yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Well, Jesse isn't here, and <laughs> since Jesse isn't here, uh, we, we want to use this time wisely. We don't want to waste the fact that me and this guy are unsupervised. So uh, we are here today to talk uh, our first segment about the trade deadline, and we are very excited to talk about who we feel is a big-time trade candidate for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And no, we don't really mean that. <laughs> uh, but we are here to at least hypothesize if the Arizona Diamondbacks should even take a look 
at Shohei Otani uh, for the trade deadline. But of course, before we do that, we want to thank you guys for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you, haven't, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. Uh, most importantly, if you're in the YouTube channel right now, leave us a thumbs up. That's all That's all we want. We just want as many thumbs up as people here yeah. watching. Uh, if you haven't signed up for a Die Hards membership yet, do so right now. Uh, it pays for itself immediately. You will get access to our events. You will get discounts for our events, including our upcoming D-backs takeover event that is happening on July 25th. Diehards get a special discounted price on that. You will also get access to our members-only Discord lounge. You get access to Jesse's newsletter full count. Get a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com and 20% off all future purchases. Get a gift certificate from Mountain Mike's. You get a ranch card from Dobson Ranch Golf Course and so much more, including discounts from our partners. But like I said, said we do have that takeover event that is coming up on july 25th and of course if you don't know already that's going to include a ticket to the game a pre-game meetup with us the phnx d-backs crew yeah yeah and there are going to be a uh, drinks and burger bar at cold beers and cheeseburgers that's right we're having a little slider sampler going yeah. on at cold beer and cheeseburgers 48 dollars for diehard 60 dollars regular price for everybody else and of course uh, we also have some pretty good seats. Those are going to be in the outfield underneath that and uh, underneath the home run deck. So I'm excited oh, yeah, for that. Yeah, um, I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to the burgers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he's bringing his glove, by the yeah. way. So we're going to we're in home run territory. The glove's coming. <laughs> well, welcome to our first discussion of the trade deadline. The trade deadline, of course, is coming up here on August 1st. So it'll be here before we know it. And we know that the Arizona Diamondbacks are obviously in need of, of, of some things, right? We've talked about Mike Hazen saying that they were going to be aggressive, talked about obviously needing pitching and specifically starting pitching help, but he also brought up a power bat potentially being added. We know that they are still looking maybe for somebody for a third baseman or something mm -hmm. of the sort, but we, we have the answer today. We have, we have the answer that's going to cover both pitching and a power bat, and that is that the Arizona Diamondbacks should trade for Shohei Otani. Yeah. Are we crazy? <laughs> yes, of course we're crazy. Is it realistic? Absolutely not. But hey, we no. are not here to bring you reason and logic. Jesse is That's fucking Jesse's traveling. Job, That's Jesse's here. job. He's not <laughs> here today. So we are going to abuse so the privilege. Yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, how Shohei is going to help the Arizona Diamondbacks win the World Series. But, I mean, seriously, trading for Shohei Otani at what cost, right? No matter what, the cost is going to be absurd for any team that lands mm -hmm. in, in a trade situation the angels have already said i believe ken rosenthal said during the all-star game that they have no interest in trading shohei yeah. otani and that they intend on keeping him and intend on trying to re-sign him and keep him long term in los angeles and we mean the good los angeles not the bad Anaheim. place right orange uh, county yeah but what are your thoughts first of all on the angels keeping otani do you think they actually have a chance uh, I mean, I think they have a chance as the incumbent. Um, I, I mean, you you got to try if you're the, the Angels. You can't. I mean, this is the best player in the history of the game. I, I, I think day by day that becomes less arguable. Um, if it even is at this point, you can't. You can't. You definitely can't lose him for nothing. But I don't really think you can afford to lose a guy like that at all, especially when you got Mike Trout who might be the second best player to ever play the game. Like that's, that's absurd. the biggest question though, too, is, is like, what point does it become like the trade deadline obviously uh, happens on August 1st. Mm -hmm. So like at what point do you start to feel like 
maybe you should, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. of course, once you, once you get out of this period of time, like you said, the, the idea there is that you're going to end up losing him for nothing. So do you try to extend him before the trade deadline? And then if that doesn't happen, then you trade him. Like, what are you doing as a GM? Of the uh, I mean, that would, obvi- that would be ideal, I think. But I mean, I, I, I understand. I don't know. I just, there's really, you have to be honest with yourself and, and really think it like, do you really have a real opportunity to sign him? Right. Because if you if you if you think that there is a less than than really good chance of it happening, then you I don't think you can afford to take the risk of losing him for nothing. We have a similar situation here with Zach Gallon, yeah, right, where it's like already it's starting to feel like the more accolades and achievements that Zach Gallon obtains, the better his winning percentage goes. The the more the the more uh, on a big stage he gets mm-hmm. like the all-star game starting in the all-star game if he wins a Cy Young like every single one of those achievements kind of increases the cost that it's going to take to keep him right yeah. so the more that that happens you factor in who his agent is it just it feels hard to be realistic and see a future where Zach Gallon resigns with the Arizona Diamondbacks it's not because he doesn't want to stay here it's mostly because of the absurd amount of money yeah, someone else is willing yeah. to pay him. Otani is going to get north of $600 million. That's insane. I mean, that's absolutely insane. Right? Yeah, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, I mean, he's going he's gonna to demand a lot of money. So you obviously... And like that feels immediately like the Diamondbacks are kind of out of contention oh, for keeping him. Oh, yeah, yeah, season, yeah. Would, right? yeah. I don't think there's... Even if they somehow like even obviously the trade is is somewhat unrealistic but i don't think there's any chance i mean the one thing they have going for them is that they're on the west coast kind of and that clearly clearly seems to be like a priority for them so i guess sure. he has a they have a better chance than like the brewers um <laughs> or like the everybody Nationals. has a better chance than the brewers yeah <laughs> but like outside of that yeah I'd, i mean realistically if i am an owner of a team i like just as I would I would spend whatever money I like I don't care I would spend whatever money I, I would lose money for Shohei Otani. I mean, there Just is a baseball fan. There is something to be said about the pivot that happens to your organization by bringing in essentially the best player currently to play the game. Yeah, I and mean, when it, we say that, here's a list of Otani's strengths and weaknesses, just so you can get an idea of what kind of guy he is. Strengths all, weaknesses none. none. That's it. He's the best baseball player of all time. He's adorable, and he will also beat you. Like, what worst combination is that to get your ass? smile at you by somebody that's just going to coyly and cutely smile at you while he's doing it uh but let's take a look at his numbers because realistically uh hitting he's one of the best in the league and i don't mean just the american league i mean in all of baseball he's slashing 302 387 with a 663 slugging percentage that leads all of major league baseball he also has a 1.050 ops that leads all of major league baseball his 182 OPS plus leads all of Major League Baseball, and so does his 226 total bases. When you look at his numbers on the pitching mound, that's where things – I'm not going to knock him and say he's a bad pitcher, yeah. right? But he he is a little bit more pedestrian or, or a little bit more of like a, on the good side and not on the he great side. He wouldn't be the, the ace here. Right. He would not be the yeah. ace here, correct. Yeah, he's 7-4 with a 3.32 ERA, a 4.02 FIP. And he has 11.8 strikeouts per nine. So his strikeouts are still strong. Yeah. This season, his walks are way up. Uh, I mean, yeah. his walks right now, he has 43 walks this season. That's That almost ties his season record of the last two years. Last two years, he's had 44 walks total for the entire season for both seasons. 
Um, so yeah, uh, uh, Sam Brennan in the comments says Zach Gallant knows Shohei's weaknesses. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, so then he does. come here, then no one will know your weakness. That's though. right. Yeah, that's that's another reason for yeah. him to come here. But uh, I think really in the end, and looking at those numbers, the big question is: Is he worth it? And when yes. I say is he worth it, is he worth it for you? Yes. To trade for a half a season yes. of Otani. Yes. Okay. Just, you, ju- just because then I can have a Shohei Otani D-Bats jersey. Anything oh, is worth shit, that. shit. I didn't think about um, that. I mean, That's a good point. Yeah, man. He he turns this team into a World Series contender. He's the best player in baseball. They, it fills two needs, two massive needs at once. You get a right-handed power, right, right-handed power man. Is he righty? Why am I blanking on? I believe so. But, right? Yeah. Um, sorry. I have it up right here. Uh, bats left actually. Okay, never mind. But yeah. regard, I mean, regardless, you're getting you're getting a, a power bat um, and a legitimate second slash third pitcher. Yeah, like it. It's if solves, you're trying it, to win a World Series this year, then yes, it solves all of your problems. Yeah, like if, if you're trying to win a World Series this yeah. year, then you do it a hundred percent. Um, I, I and I don't think there is. And I'll, again, it's Shohei Otani, man. Like I don't think there is a cost. What are you willing to give up for him? What are you willing to give up for him? Obviously, what am I trade? not willing to give up for him? I think is a much shorter list. Yeah, right. Okay. What are you not? Like, obviously, we Corbin Carroll, Zach, Gallen, Zach Gallen, Merrill Gallen. Kelly. Yeah, those guys are all off the table. That's it? <laughs> That's it? Uh, That's it, Cattel, Cattel, Mar- Cattel Marte, Christian Walker. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Yeah. Probably probably Gabby, too, because I don't want to be in the hellscape that is uh, Carson Kelly and, and it's Herrera like, as our who, catchers. But. Who's your core, right? And your core seems to be maybe Perdomo. Yeah, forward, I don't want to touch the outfielders. But even Perdomo, like, there's other shortstops in the system where, like, if you're if – you're, actually, no, because if you're trying to win a World Series this year – You need Perdomo. You, you, you're not doing that with – You need him. Uh, with Nick Ahmed and yeah. yeah. No, unless, unless you call up Blaze and he's good. Yeah. Um, which that's too big of a risk, I think, to take unless you do that before you make the trade. Are you more um, willing to part with guys on the major league roster? Or are you willing to part with prospects like Blaze? I mean, I think you're going to have Jordan Lawler. I think you're going to have to part with prospects. So I don't think. I mean, I, I, are you risking your future for a half a season of Otani? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just because I, I think I, I think you I think crazy. you have a very. This is what happens when Jesse's not here. We go insane, and yes, we'll trade everything. I think you we'll have a very good chance of of being. A very good of uh, being a World Series team. Yeah. Um. And and I mean, there's people in the chat saying like Drew Jones. I I don't know where his value. Like I I just don't know. I, I don't know how the GMs value the D-backs prospects. But like, yeah, I agree. Uh, you there's there's a clear logjam in the outfield and at shortstop. I am fine with losing prospects there. Um. Or or I, the outfield. I don't want to lose major league talent because I think this is their preferred outfield. Like you're obviously. Corbin is not even a part of the conversation. Alex Glove is too good. Drake is or Jake is probably the one I could live with the most if they were to get rid of him. But I still I don't want that either. Like this is the outfield I want. I mean, um, you look at Dalton Varsho, and we talked about that trade, right? We didn't want to get rid of Dalton Varsho, but now it's yeah. hard to say that the that trade did the not right work move. out exactly. extremely well for the Diamondbacks. And even if Varsh goes out and tears, even if he goes out and fucking absolutely raked for for Toronto, we still got. A, a quality yeah. catcher behind the plate, and we got an all-star. Yeah, and Lourdes Gurriel. And I mean, we're just talking position players. There's not a pitcher I'm not willing to give up. I don't think in the entire system. So Brandon fought the whole everybody yeah, for, yeah. for yeah. I think I'd, I'd give up because I mean at this point I don't have very much reason to believe that Fott is going to end up being a good major league pitcher. Like I, we don't have any evidence to suggest that. I mean, um, you're so. not wrong. Like it's it's mostly about yeah, like what you're going to do at a major league level, and of course. 
you know, you could say what you will about St. Louis Cardinals trading away both Sandy Alcantara yeah. and uh, and Zach Gallen, right? But at the time, you know, of course, yeah. The, yeah. The, what they were trying to do was win a championship, right? And see, that's where I feel like we start to get into a very difficult position with this kind of trade. And it's not just this trade, but it's going to be any trade for a top-tier talent, even someone that's much that brings much less to a team yeah. than Shohei Otani does. Because like we said, Shohei Otani just checks all the boxes for what the Diamondbacks need at this point, right? Mm-hmm. But when you talk about you know the other trades the other trades are going to cost a lot and it really it's indicative of the situation that the diamondbacks are in and mike hazen is in where this team got better or good faster than they thought they were going to be so now here they are in a position where this year i'm not going to say that they were going to coast obviously you're going to you're going to kind of adapt and do what what you're going to do based on how the season goes yeah but they probably weren't planning on having this kind of major decision to make in regards to a trade that's going to potentially push them over the edge and make them a World Series contender. Yeah, and I think the thing that's important to bring up in this conversation is because we're talking about Shohei as a rental. Damn near anyone you get is going to be a rental. That's why they're getting moved at the trade deadline. Like That's kind of how this works. We talk about whether it's Stroman or any – like most of them don't have term on their contract. That's why you're going to be able to get them at the deadline. So like as far as the rental thing is concerned – Shohei is the de- you're renting a fucking Lamborghini like it's the best rental you're gonna get um, and and I mean and I don't think you can really move like this but Benjamin makes I think a, an interesting point that there's the Dodgers are obviously a part of the conversation to get him next year if you have an opportunity to get him and win a World Series before he get they get him uh, it would it'd be pretty nice like it would it would it would make it would make it a lot easier to swallow seeing him in a D back jersey if you win a World Series with him first um, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Guriel is a rental. Yeah, you're right a good about point. that. But I, I, I feel like Guriel is also kind of not a throw-in for Otani. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't the focus of that trade yeah. as much as Gabriel Moreno was. But you're right. And I mean, now, now they have that decision to make as far as mm-hmm. Guriel goes. Because I'm sure maybe he wasn't a high priority to resign, but after the way he's played he's this year, maybe he is. Right. Um, I will say that the Seattle fans chanting "Come to Seattle" during the All Star game that was a nice try. It was awesome. We appreciate. I mean, that. he's. He's been on records saying I'm watching like spend summers there or, or I guess winters there. Off he, said, there. he said, every time I come here, the fans are passionate. I've actually spent a couple of off seasons in Seattle. I like the city. It's good, man. If I, I mean, was, Seattle if I was, is not a city that I'm like, where am I? I am a millionaire. I'm going to spend my summer somewhere. Like I don't immediately think Seattle. So he, he likes Seattle, man. Pacific <laughs> Northwest is incredible. I enjoyed my time. There I was well. I was looking at flights last night, just looking at sh- shots of the stadium he did. He did. in Seattle. Yeah, he was like, well, I was talking to him about Pike's Place and all that. Yeah, oh, man, I'm we ready wanted, to go. We're going. We're going. But, of course, uh, as far-fetched as this is, the Diamondbacks are going to have some decisions to make when it comes to who they go after in with when it comes to the trade deadline. Trade deadline here is approaching very quickly. Uh, we have 18 days, essentially, until the trade deadline hits after today. So, it, 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 you know, like you said, I think the best thing is this is crazy, right? We're, we're, we're almost doing this as a joke because it's just kind of become a topic this mm-hmm. week as far as the Diamondbacks connecting to Shohei Otani. But if you're going to go out there and mortgage your future on a player. Do it on Shohei. Mortgage it on the best possible player yeah. that you can find, I guess. 100%. I mean, that's the reason. And if you're going to make maybe more than one trade to bring in a power bat, and a pitcher, yeah. Maybe consider how much you're giving up to the Angels in regards for just a half a season of yeah. Shohei Otani. But uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on this obviously fictitious trade that won't go through, and uh, some more realistic ones once Jesse comes back. So make sure to keep it locked right here to PHNX 
Make sure also to check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection and premium gas because me and this guy, uh, we're we're on their little tiny gas pump. So Trapped. don't miss out on the wonderful in-gas entertainment that you get as well as all of the wonderful drinks. Their Polar Pops, uh, we can confirm. They do stay cold longer. And of course, don't sleep on the Circle K snacks. True. I'm telling you, you're going to save money. You're going to get better quality uh, Circle K. It's the Max. best place for you to stop on your road trips or just on your way home when you need a pick-me-up. Uh, they got iced coffees for $1.89, 12 packs of beers for just $9.99. And of course, Red Bulls and Monsters. Red Bulls 3 for $8, Monsters 3 for 6 Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one. Get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And while you're there, make sure to pick up the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. That is Four Peaks. They have their Rattle on Red Ale and their full variety of beers for you to check out. So make sure to check them out. If you're at Chase Field, check out their Four Peaks draft room. And, of course, make sure to follow everything they got going on over at Four Peaks Brew or go to their events calendar at fourpeaks.com slash events to stay up to date. They still have their Teachers Tuesdays in honor of wonderful teachers out there. We thank you for all that you do. And, of course, you can get down every Tuesday at the 8th Street Pub through July. You bring a valid ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hop Knot. So make sure to check out the A Street Pub. Don't sleep on the chicken tendies. If you haven't tried them yet, what, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go out there right now. Check out at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Did you play the Immaculate Grid today? Have you played the Immaculate <laughs> Grid? Did you see the Arizona Diamondbacks on there, baby? That is right. Yeah, the Arizona baby. Diamondbacks on there. We were having some fun. Uh, with that one here in the office. And we have some big news when it comes to the Maculate Grid. If you have not heard, Sports Reference LLC, which owns one of our favorite websites, BaseballReference.com, mm-hmm. and all of the Sports Reference sites, has purchased the Immaculate Grid game. Yes. Let's fucking go, right? And it was immediately made better. It was immediately made better. Um, normally, I don't like stuff like this. I won't lie. I don't. I don't. And I say that just because, like, Things like this are cool kind of because of the nature yeah. of who made it and it just who's kind of came out of nowhere, it. yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't hate New York Times owning Wordle. But yeah, like it didn't change a whole lot, but yeah. But it still made me kind of lose interest in it. And then they had a show called Lingo that was basically Wordle ah. as like a as a game show, and uh, my interest diminished. I yeah. don't want to see an immaculate grid game show, but I do like baseball reference now being in charge of it because uh, this just is electric, and I feel yeah. like uh, you 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 put it in the hands of the people that should be controlling it. Besides, when most of us cheat, we're going to Baseball Reference. Anyway, yeah, right. right? right? I yeah. mean, we're cheating on Baseball Reference. But. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said, it made it better instantly because originally when you did it, it would only show you the most popular answer for any given question, and now because it's Baseball Reference, it gives you you can click a link and it'll give you a link of every answer. A list of every answer yeah. that a qual- yeah, yeah. That, so yeah, it's that, a great. That part's it's fun awesome. for like yeah. a, just a, if you're a baseball fan that loves baseball history and and stats and like random facts like that. Like I'm incredibly awesome. good at this game. I am okay and, at and, it, and I don't. And the only reason why, I, because I'm not smart and I'm not good at trivia games. I'm not any of these things, right? But one thing I've realized is that my years and years of reading the back of baseball cards is finally paying off. Yeah, because yeah. that fucking that information is retained up here somehow. I don't remember my kid's birthday some year, but I remember fucking what Rod Crew hit. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> so I mean, these are things that I still can't believe. But uh, they'll also be bringing the game to other sports yeah, is that least. not like you talked about that improvement is great but the fact that now we're going to get this for football oh, yeah. and basketball and everything uh, it's, it, 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 it's, that is going to be awesome. a very yeah. a very 
fun. I like because I love this kind of stuff. I love these grids. I love all of these kinds of just name like just knowing old athletes like it's just fun to me the conversations that start happening in our office because of the immaculate grid with damon all of a sudden i'm getting i'm talking about gifting gopek yeah it's incredible it's incredible that's just guys being dudes though right guys being dudes athletes yeah this bro Guys being dudes. Nick Swisher. Uh, Jose Abreu. Got that one yesterday. Dude, Jose Abreu. Very fun fact. That was, that was a fun fact. Nolan Ryan has never won a Cy Young. Fun fact. That's unbelievable to me. I capped off my immaculate grid with Juan Pierre. Ooh, I, I loved Juan Pierre. That's I loved Juan Pierre. One. All right. Well, of course, we don't have a game to play, but we do want to give something away. and We want to oh, give yeah. something to you guys. So uh, we talked about it. Here is our uh, Father's Day shirt. We're going to be giving this away on tomorrow's episode. So if you are interested in winning this wonderful shirt, make sure to stop by tomorrow's episode. Uh, put some stuff in the chat. Uh, and, of course, uh, Bootsy says lingo was before Wordle. Really? Is that right? I don't believe you. I'm going to have to no double idea. check that. Not, but you might be right. I haven't been a game um, for a while. But, yeah, just show up in the chat tomorrow. We're just going to pick a name. So just show up. Give us a little thumbs up in the chat tomorrow, and we are going to pick someone to win that Father's Day shirt. If you didn't get a chance to get one, uh, best of luck to you. Hopefully you get a chance to win that tomorrow. So make sure to stop by. It is our last Jesse-less show uh, before he returns on Friday. And then we will have our, our post-game. I mean, we were talking about baseball being gone for too long. We got two lousy days without baseball, yeah. and we were complaining about I it. Know. But baseball will be back on Friday. The Diamondbacks will be in Toronto facing the Blue Jays, and we will be back with our post, uh, post-game show that day. But, of course, join us tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, we will have some more information about uh, all sorts of fun stuff. And maybe, I don't know, well, maybe this guy, me and this guy will play a game that we can't play when Jesse's here uh, <laughs> just to enjoy our one last day without him. But, of course, uh, we will be doing it with our Shady Rays on. And Shady Rays is something that everybody in the Valley should have because they are premium polarized shade. They are built to last. And, of course, they have an insane protection plan that no – no, no glasses, no eyewear company should offer a protection plan like this. Like no, no phone company should offer a protection plan for free that you break your phone because we break our phones all the time. Mm-hmm. And no, no company should offer a protection plan that covers you losing your sunglasses because we lose our sunglasses all the time, <laughs> all the time. But every pair of sunglasses by Shady Rays is backed by a lost and broken replacement plan. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after purchase. And not only do they have your back, but they have the community's back. Uh, for building play sets for pediatric case cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in the community and others like it now for years to come. So if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them. They don't, uh, they don't keep you from doing that, whether you buy them online or in person. And you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter of a million people uh, and get yourself some sunglasses. You need good sunglasses now. Uh, also, it's golf season, and you know you need you need some good uh, good light shirts, light polo shirts. You gotta look nice out there on on the on the you know on the greens. But of course, you also want to make sure you're comfortable in this hot Arizona sun. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City, and they have 
an incredible array of stretchy, lightweight polo shirts uh, that are, you know, like I'm a patterns guy. They have some fun patterns. They have amazing polo shirts. They have hats, golf bags, beer sleeves, everything you need to be out on the links this summer. Uh, it's a family, family-owned golf and apparel business. And of course, we love our Pins and Aces gear. So check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order. You'll also get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Well, that's all we got today. We thank you guys uh, for joining us uh, and even in our crazy thought process about <laughs> trying to, you know, dra- uh, trade for Shohei. But who knows? Crazier things have happened. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter if you like crazy and you want some more of it. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy's at uh, Sean underscore to pause. Damon, we are Damon's dogs. Mm-hmm. But of course, Damon is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G at the end. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for your time. We appreciate you. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when Shohei Otani is on your baseball team.